0: Hi everybody, it's The Family Hub here and I'm joined by Sarah, my friend who is a wellbeing consultant who is just starting her own business in Schaffhausen. I think a great addition to Schaffhausen for all our English-speaking people out there. Um, So hi, welcome. Thank you. And um, yeah, over to you really, just uh, explain how long have you been here and um, yeah, what's made you kind of set up this business?
1: Sure, so I moved um, to the Schaffhausen area almost two years ago with my husband and then with my infant son, he was one month old.
0: A brave lady.
1: <laughs> yep, so I was moving here as a new mum, uh, excited about a new start, but obviously got a lot going on. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Prior to that, um, I'd uh, been working in the UK, uh, where I'm from, I'd been working up in the north-west, Uh, within uh, children's social care actually Um, my qualification is in clinical psychology and uh, now that I've sort of had time to kind of adjust to life in Switzerland and I've got my son settled uh, at Kita, I've been thinking about how I could be of use here Um, and that's what got me thinking about setting up this consultancy which I'm hoping to launch um, at Easter.
0: Okay.
1: Time for new beginnings. Yes
0: absolutely. Absolutely. So you say you were working with children in the UK. Can you just tell Mm.
1: us a little bit more about that? Sure. So I was working uh, up in Blackburn and my job actually sat within children's social care. Mm -hmm. So I was supporting social workers, foster carers, um, birth parents uh, and the children themselves. And they would be going through things like safeguarding processes, um, living in foster care, um, going through adoption um, and children working in residential care as well. So, I mean, there can be a lot going on for, you know, these these groups, these children, these families. And some of my work would involve um, having direct contact with the children, building up a relationship with them, making sure mm-hmm. that their voice got heard, um, supporting them to, to manage what, all the things that were going on for them. But quite often, it also, very importantly, was about working with the system around the child, so kind of recognising you know um, all the different kind of influences on the children's uh, well-being and you know how we can kind of get caught up in things ourselves particularly when difficult decisions are being made mm-hmm. yeah yeah
0: Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. So we support all round for children and families. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So your business now that you're going to be starting excitingly is are you going to be focusing mainly on adults or Mm -hmm. children or how are you kind of envisaging it to go?
1: So in the first instance, I like to focus on adults. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to kind of getting back into the flow after quite a long break, Um, and I think also. Uh, if, we ha- if we have healthy and well-functioning adults, then, you know, the children you know, in the community are only going to yep. thrive, I think. You can Absolutely. have kind of the best chances. Um, and I think there are so many pressures, you know, on, on uh, adults' parents, you know, these days.
0: Yeah, especially when you've moved to a new place and you're trying to fit in in a new culture and maybe a new language and all this on top of being a family as well
1: yeah and yeah we've had the pandemic you know to deal with all the routines have gone out the window um, it can be amazing spending more time with your family. It can be really tricky spending more time with your family. It can be really hard to miss the family that you can't see and not have a choice in that yeah um yeah, so besides all the all the usual stuff there's so much going on for people um so i'm I'm hoping to focus um on offering people um kind of therapeutic input that is based on uh, things like uh, compassion mm-hmm. and that also gives people the opportunity to uh, discover how to be well through their connection with nature
0: okay
1: um, which i think are both lovely things to offer and it, i guess it means that you know it it's not necessarily it's not necessary to put a label on what's going on for you some people find that helpful but mm-hmm. you just kind of you know naming a problem in itself doesn't always uh actually help and i think working with things like compassion and nature connection you're you're working sort of like what well, we call trans So it's not about the name, it's about actually what, what works, what's going to be helpful, right. what's, what's going to move towards you towards wellness. Take
0: and run with rather than all yeah. the names and labels. That that's go with it, it,
1: that we could all benefit from, um, regardless of kind of what's going on, really. Yeah,
0: okay. And useful for you to use in your everyday life.
1: That's right, yeah. And I think, you know, I think the world could do with a bit of compassion at the moment. And I think it's actually something that's quite misunderstood.
0: Yeah, I mean, can you kind of explain from your sort of expert opinion the word compassion? Yeah,
1: it? yeah. I think he kind of gets confused with kindness. And I think kindness <laughs> yeah. is an important element of, of compassion. But I think as a consequence. It means that when when you kind of say the word compassion, people think of something just very soft and squidgy. And I'm all for soft and yeah, squidgy stuff. <laughs> sometimes we just need that kind of comfort. But actually, um, to be truly compassionate, whether it's to yourself or other people, it, it really demands of you um, two things. And I think, you know, one of them is actually actually... actually, a great deal of courage because you need to be willing to turn towards suffering. So a large part of it is actually recognising that, you know what, we have these really tricky minds that have evolved over many, many years that at times, you know, don't actually adapt that well to our current environment and the unexpected things that kind of come along. We've all got these tricky brains. Uh so it's not our fault when yeah. we kind of find ourselves, you know, struggling, uh not managing very well, but unfortunately the context that we're in sort of reinforces that we all should be successful. We're kind of all in competition. Yeah. It's all about the individual. And life's We've lost that so sort fast of fast
0: as well, right? Everything's moving so quickly that yeah, it's quite sometimes yeah. it's quite difficult to just take a step back and think, okay, this is where I'm at right now and
1: Yeah, I think
0: that's really hard sometimes for people, especially if they're working full-time or um, working full-time with their family, definitely. I think it's really hard for people to take a step back and think, okay, just need a minute. Absolutely,
1: yeah, to give themselves permission to do that, I think that's massive. And actually, I think what we spend a lot of time doing is just trying to move away from our discomfort. And unfortunately, we end up doing things that actually just reinforce it or, or aren't helpful you know uh, for example something that for me has been tricky you know has been reaching for food that i don't need right. you know and using that as a way to try and just either push down or move away from uncomfortable feelings right. For some people they might be having an extra drink in the evening that they that they yeah. don't need or finding that they're doing that once too often or you know a habit you know like smoking that they've been desperately trying to kick but they just they just find that they just go to at these times when they're sort of struggling so recognizing our humanity our common humanity we all have this in common none of us are alone that we can we can suffer emotionally at some point or another so having courage to turn towards that is a, is a, is a big element of it but also kind of having the wisdom to know what to do once you've turned towards it right. and you've acknowledged it and okay. and you know you're in that position um, actually people have a heck of a lot of wisdom already untapped wisdom yeah and quite often when you dig down people are you know they have really good ideas yeah. about what to try um, but they might need a bit of support just to sort of just just navigate this new way of being kind of turning towards their pain rather than trying to run away from it right. um, and, and trying out some new things yeah um, and
0: not being afraid to try something and see whether it works right and that's right it's sometimes for me it's about putting things in a box that I can cope with in my everyday world right that okay this is this and this is how I'm dealing with this and Mm -hmm. I think sometimes talking to somebody else gives you that opportunity to do this and to kind of organize what's going on in your head and you probably don't necessarily realize it but even if you're having a conversation with a friend, that's kind of what you're doing.
1: Absolutely. And I think what you're talking about is the importance of like social connection, isn't it?
0: Right. Having yeah.
1: conversations, um, making sense of things together and making sense of things in a way that it should be empowering. It should give you options. Yeah. And I'm also kind of giving people options to what helps, you know. So it might be that a few conversations with somebody like me is enough to kind of get that understanding. And it might be actually the next step somebody feels that they could do on their own. Or they might feel like they'd like to access something else in the community which, you know, might meet meet their ongoing needs, you know. yeah,
0: and you were talking about um, like combining this with nature as well. Like, can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the huge plus points of, of living around here is access to nature. So I think you know it probably only takes all of us about ten minutes yeah, <laughs> to get to yeah, to, yeah, to get exactly. to some kind of like forest or woodland, um, and there are there are huge benefits to to being in nature, and this is something that. Uh, I think some people have been aware of for a while, but I think the pandemic has sort of emphasised yes, how definitely. much you know we really we really need it. And not only do we need it, it's recognising that we are part yeah. of nature. Yeah, and you know,
0: things... taking the time to stop and appreciate nature. And yeah,
1: yeah, things can get really intense, and we can all get kind of so stuck in our heads. And, you know, the the forest offers uh, a real opportunity to get out of your head and more into your body.
0: Yeah.
1: So you hear a lot about people finding that their stress comes out, you know, physical ways. Yeah. Upset tummies, mm-hmm. headaches, uh, panic attacks, problems with blood pressure, uh, eczema, which is something that I've um, struggled with. Um, all sorts really um so this is this is our body giving us signals that something mm-hmm. isn't quite right um but it's really hard for us to get into our bodies i think day to day because we're so in our heads and, but the forest gives us the means to do that through our senses okay it's yeah. such a rich environment in that way yeah um so that that's one of the kind of basic principles And there's lots of research to show that the forest naturally offers things that are beneficial you know
0: to our health yeah definitely absolutely we've all had that moment in the middle of the forest where you just take a big deep breath and it's like oh okay I'm just calm now
1: that's it yeah and I suppose you know um it's thinking about in what ways might that differ some, from some other things that we ordinarily do so I think I think swiss switzerland is really good at promoting things like um green exercise mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Uh, so you have like the parkour routes and yeah. things like that um around and it's in green exercise is an interesting one because it, I think it, it's de- it's absolutely good for you it gets out and about uh, it's, a, it's for some people it's a much more pleasure environment than being something like a gym mm-hmm. um but the interesting thing is you know how do you how do you arrive when you're going to do that kind of activity how do you move through the forest when you're doing yeah. it quite often you might be moving through if you're on your own you know doing a run you're going quite quickly and you might have your headphones in yeah if you're with a friend you might be moving at a more moderate pace but you're kind of chatting to each other and listening yeah. to each other which is lovely you're getting your social connection but it's a very different um, prospect when you're you're um doing something like forest bathing um because with the forest bathing you know you're really trying to slow down mm-hmm. and connect you know with, with the forest on a, on a much sort of deeper level using your senses like i say so it's a it's a different kind of interaction okay
0: mm-hmm. yeah sounds exciting
1: yeah, yeah, I think it can be really lovely. Um, so I'm looking forward to offering that you know, to people either as part of you know the other work that we're doing together, or, or uh, something you know that people can do of a morning. Or afternoon, perhaps for a couple of hours. Okay. Um, yeah, as, as as parts of um, improving and their well-being. Are you
0: talking about doing this like one to one, or as a group session, or maybe a bit of both? Or?
1: I think I think a bit of both. You know, um, some people might might prefer that sort of more one to one experience, but it's certainly suited to to small groups. Um, some people, you know, have say up to ten or twelve people in a group. Um, personally, I like to keep it a little bit more intimate, maybe six to eight people. Mm-hmm um but i think anything is possible really and like i say i think more about all about choice um so i'd rather yeah people would you know if they wanted to know more could kind of inquire and um, yeah, totally. something a bit more bespoke maybe yeah
0: and we've talked about that um, once we can have the family up open again we can have like a, what we're going to call a safe space where people can come and kind of just have a chance to have a little bit of a rant or just to yeah. share a problem that they're having get some ideas or just have the moment to have it out there so that they've kind of been able to share it mm. um, and we also talked about you maybe doing a course that people could join so mm. we can look into that more in the future fingers crossed once we can have everything open again yeah so for now can you share us something that we can all do that's very easy yeah
1: so i think um there are lots of really simple things that you can do sort of when you're you're anywhere that get you into your body and that are useful to use at a time when maybe you're just noticing either you're becoming quite tense or stressed or you might have found yourself perhaps overreacting to a partner or a child or, you know, somebody, maybe the neighbour. Um, a simple exercise is really in these things that are really easily searchable on stuff like YouTube mm-hmm. um, and Google. There's plenty of exercises. Um, and one is uh, just as simple as using the soles of your feet. Okay a little bit like in the way that people during mindfulness meditations will use the breath Mm -hmm. um you can use things like your feet you know just to provide um a a point of focus for your attention um which just help you kind of settle into your body Mm -hmm. um if you like i could give you a little bit of a taste of it just for one or two minutes like i say these things are easily sort of searchable and these are all invitations and i think that's a nice thing about these kinds of practices. Uh, it's not about doing it right it's not about doing it perfectly it's about just being open to an experience and just sort of seeing how it goes yeah. and how it lands yeah okay so so we're sat in chairs for the benefit of those that can't see us right now <laughs> um, but you could do this standing up mm-hmm. uh, it really wouldn't make any difference and I just invite you to either close your eyes if that's comfortable or just to allow your gaze to lower and gently settle on something that's in front of you And I just invite you to just notice your body and do a quick scan from the top of your head all the way down to your toes. We're not looking for anything in particular. We're not forcing or demanding. We're just noticing what's there. There might be some areas of tension, areas of discomfort. There might be some positive sensations, positive feelings. We might be feeling kind of neutral, maybe we're not picking up on anything at all, but we're just trying to really feel out for the body. To help with that, I'd invite you now to direct your attention to the soles of your feet, and just notice what's underneath. Notice the points of contact with the floor with your socks, with your shoes, you might feel cold, you might feel some heat, you might feel some softness, you might feel harder textures, and again we're not looking for anything in particular, we're not forcing or demanding, we're just being curious about what we can pick up, what we can feel through the soles of our feet. And as you're doing that, you might also just notice your breath. Just the natural rise and fall of your breath. And you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to do anything else. So you're just right here in this moment, just noticing. Noticing what you can feel through the soles of your feet. just going to leave you here for a very short time, a few seconds. And now that you've been doing that, maybe just notice the other points of contact, your body on the chair. Your bottom, your lower back, perhaps the backs of your arms. Notice perhaps the sounds around you that you can hear, if any. And when you're comfortable, just open your eyes or look up and just have a quick look around. Just remind yourself of the room around you. See what you can see. So we're back here and now.
0: Oh. And I feel relaxed. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's just nice to take a minute in our crazy fast world it's quite nice just to go yeah i feel guilty about
1: it absolutely and it's a great one for families because it's the kind of thing that you can teach your kids yes you know you can use more like child-friendly language and maybe you know keep things nice and short but you know we all kind of have feet we all could you know you know we can sense them and we can you know get in touch with them we can we can become quite curious about them and i think it gets I think attending to the body gives kids something concrete.
0: Yeah, it's something Um, that that you can put your focus onto rather than imagine this, or it's something you can really focus your attention on. So, yeah, it's really good really good well You're thank welcome. you You're I feel welcome. nice and refreshed now for the rest of the day uh, and yeah we're going to be sharing some ideas over the course of the uh, well-being week yeah um, and then yeah we'll be able to let you know once the family hubs open and we can start having some groups and things great so, yeah so thank you very much
1: thank you